0: Happy Friday morning! Good morning, everybody. This is uh, Joshua Sturr here with Three MFA's podcast. Um, actor, director, mover, video game extraordinaire, um, and I'm here with my bestest buddies from school, Caleb and Brandon.
1: What's up? I'm Brandon. I'm uh, from Toronto. I'm an actor. Went to school with these these guys, and uh, we got our MFAs there. And uh, I'm excited to talk about Shawshank. I'm also feeling a little miserable today because I'm all stuffed up. So get ready for that action.
2: Caleb? Hi, I'm Caleb John Cushing. I'm an actor, a writer, and a filmmaker, and I'm also bald now. And I have to say, if you're, if you're thinking about it, if you're on the fence about it for yourself personally in your personal life, and you're like, I just can't do it anymore. I can't deal with shampoo and conditioner and combs and gel and mousse and style. Just shave it, buzz it all off and you will you will reach your final form and you will become the ultimate peak perfection of your life and you will realize your power. Just shave it all off. It feels good.
1: Yo, I thought about it. I thought about it. Change up the type, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, that's the only thing now is now I need to get all new headshots and and that's change the thing, my right? entire marketing angle
0: wow. <laughs> that's yeah. okay though
2: yeah. i really thought i was gonna be like i'll look exactly like jason statham and i don't i look like a fucking fat baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> caleb what what's your new uh angle on um on type or what are you going for jason, you said jason statham
2: no, <laughs> obviously, I'm not going to be able to do Jason Day, though. I have no idea. I <laughs> I truly don't know. I, if they ever remake American History X, I guess I That's can do that. That's a great that. movie. That's a great movie, man. But uh, it's, a really it's a pretty good, good one. It's that might be Norton's best. Um, yeah, I don't know. Better than like um, The Incredible Hulk from 2008. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was just going to say, are you sure? No, Edward Norton has um, a Fight Club. What are you talking I mean, about? Fight club? I put
1: Flight Club in American history. Yes, very close together. Like Fight Club is probably the better movie, but those know. are those are I don't know. those are both very very good movies. Primal Fear is like the early one.
2: Primal Fear uh, was he in Red Dragon? I, he was which, yeah, which Hannibal Lecter movie Red, was Red Dragon?
1: Was the prequel, right?
2: Yeah, I think he. I think that was the one. Whichever one he yeah. was in, he was good in as well. I, I can't remember which one it was. Um, yeah, Ed Norton's pretty good. Apparently, he's like an asshole though. He's like that's one of those guys that's that, that nobody Apple likes. Movie Avengers movies and stuff, right? <laughs> well, I think he wanted—he just wanted like way more creative control than I, he. I think he just expected yeah. to be more in charge of of that stuff than anyone wanted him to be. And Mark Ruffalo was like, "Yo, I'll do whatever." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mark Ruffalo seems like the man. I love that dude.
2: Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy for sure.
0: So, minus the Cole Brandon, everything good? Yeah, everything's good. Just,
1: uh, you know hoping things start up again soon um yeah i don't know i don't know i've just been trying to work out some new monologues things like that talk to people get things ready for when everything's open but you know just trying to stay safe and healthy and relaxed and uh you know
2: only important things right now we got some like bummer news the other day what you and me about can
1: Yes. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean I, I actually that wasn't it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. I was being, you know, I was being What was about it, ad- <laughs> what,
0: what about the Cannes festival? You guys you guys were going, right?
1: So, yeah. So, me and Caleb were supposed to go to the Cannes Film Festival as part of the four 3 days in Cannes program for I can't remember
2: whatever the hell it is. 3 but, jours de jour and Cannes. I don't know. I don't speak French.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> that, that was supposed to be, you know, we were supposed to be coming back now. You, um,
2: you were supposed you to. Know, my, I got my little. Yeah, my little. Um, I never like uh synced it to my iCloud or whatever. We were supposed to get on a flight right. back like today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah. So so that would have sucked. But the the rule is you can only go up until you're 29. And so I turn 29 next month. So in the email we got, they said obviously that doesn't you know account that doesn't count this year. You just just yeah so like,
2: the issue was because so. of coronavirus they shut it down and then they canceled it. and so for people oh, like me and yes, Brandon I'm
1: sorry if that was not clear <laughs> the, the issue is that Corona shut it down <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah. well no I just mean like because we were all like set to go we were like looking at like we had like a hotel and we were looking at plane tickets yeah. and everything like it was happening and then they delayed it at first and then then they finally canceled it but they basically sent out an email yesterday or two days ago. Saying like, you guys like have to, you'll have to reapply again, but we'll put people who were accepted this year in special like priority consideration and don't worry about aging out because we'll still, if you would have been 28 yeah. for this time and we accepted you, we'll still let you, uh, you
1: know, also then. like, well, that's good. as for the application process, like we did it and heard back in what, three, four days a week, maybe I
2: remember you heard back a few days before I did, and I was starting to sweat a little bit. Yeah,
1: but it wasn't that big of a gap. No, like it was no, all pretty no. quick.
2: It was like a few, like four or five days. It wasn't even. There a was week. definitely, there
1: was definitely that awkward moment of like, uh... shit.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I obviously would have been very happy for you, but I also would have been really angry.
0: <laughs> Not well, at um, you. So you guys just go, and you're able to to view the. Um... To just view the festival and just see everything there, or what? Yeah, and then, and, and, like, so, like meet- a networking thing? Yeah, exactly. Meet yeah, there's a networking
2: component to it, for sure. Um, and they give... Awesome. But they give you, like, access to pretty much... Almost everything. Yeah,
0: which you I get think press badges. Cool. So. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. And I think it's a really, like... Really generous move to be... Like, we care about the younger generation who appreciates this stuff, and we want to, like, kind of reach out to young professionals and film enthusiasts to get them involved in this world. Cause like, yeah. I think we were talking about this on another episode, but like for a lot of film festivals, any, you can just as a normal person, like buy tickets to go, but can is invite only. So yeah. you had, so this is a really cool way to kind of get new people in, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, I think we were talking about this, yeah, but totally. like, um, even in, at, at TIFF every year, they just sell tickets. Like everybody goes to TIFF movies every year. Cause they're playing everywhere. Yeah. in Toronto, you know? Um, I never thought about that with cans, but so interesting that they do that.
2: yeah because they 'cause they're I, European, I think it's right? a good they way to be like prestigious.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I feel <laughs> that especially with you know, like you know, we oh, yeah. went to the studio school. Uh what's that? Are you guys doing your French? Yeah, but oh. we're
2: listening, sorry, Josh.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. I can I can wait. <laughs> no, we're
1: done. We're done. Plug for a different podcast really quick, but you have to listen to this. It's uh on uh, on Burt Kreischer's podcast, Birdcast, he has uh Ben Schwartz on.
2: Oh, I and love him.
1: Yeah, and he's just digging into Ben Schwartz about, like, writing and, like, asking him all these questions about his – and they get really into um, rewrites mm-hmm. and fixing scripts and that type of thing. It's a, um, and, I mean, I love Bert Kreischer, too, and then I obviously love Ben Schwartz as well, but it's it's an amazing podcast to listen to because, you know, it's just enthusiastic and they're talking about writing, so I would check it out if I were you.
2: It definitely will uh have you seen the middle edition schwartz stuff on netflix yet
1: i haven't so i haven't watched it yet i haven't
2: watched it yet right. i just
1: man we so okay so josh i don't know if we've talked about this yet but me and caleb saw them on broadway do middle edition Schwartz last year before oh, this shit. No, I didn't. yeah so we saw this shit we saw them do like not the show obviously because it's improv but we saw it live originally so now i'm like I can't wait to watch it, but I'm tentative to watch it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, it's obviously good- not
2: the same as seeing it live, but it's still very, right. very, very funny. And I don't know. They're both incredible. I think Ben Schwartz has been that. I mean, like, he definitely came up this year with Sonic the Hedgehog, but um, he's been just, like, bubbling under the surface for, like, a while. Yeah. I like, Parks, Parks and Rec. and
1: When you listen to this podcast and you and you, and he gets into it, really, of, like, where he started, and, and it's, it's so much more the writing behind everything, apparently. It's, yeah. it's so interesting.
0: I'll uh, check that That's out good. for sure. Speaking of um, redoing old projects and rewrites, can we can we bring up the the news that hit the internet hard a couple days ago?
2: Josh, what news are you talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will not Jim read Zhong that not live. What'd
1: you say, Brandon? Kim Jong-un is alive. That's the news.
2: You guys oh, they the remade news, right? Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> they rebooted the regime.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Can Coming to Amazon Prime in en-
2: 2021. Yeah, the interview, but too. But if you're going
1: to reboot it, you got to reboot it with a lady.
2: All-female cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. No, no
0: Caleb. The news I'm talking about is Zack Snyder's releasing Justice League as his cut, um, labeled as Zack Snyder's cut. Zack, blah, sorry. Edit cut, boom. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League cut.
2: Who cares? I do. It's going to be bad. I'm excited. All all you fucking nerds have been screaming for years, for years, and you finally whined enough, and you got your way, and it's going to suck, and I can't wait for it to suck.
1: You know what? It's called being a fan and liking things.
0: Yeah, Caleb.
2: That's what these fucking mega corporations want. They want you to just be blind to the fact that this is your childhood, and they're exploiting you. And damn people,
0: (laughs) damn right,
1: blind me and point me in the right direction.
2: (laughs) Oh my god, it's gonna be so
1: bad.
0: Caleb, I think what you can do is go in there with an objective mind and be like, okay, we saw one version didn't do so well. I get that. I even admitted it. Yes, we did. On the mic, we got Josh admit. That two-hour Warner Brothers. Joss Whedon BS. What it was?
1: Well, I'm sorry. How do you make a I, Justice I'm, League movie I'm, and you I'm, don't show your bad guy? It doesn't make any sense.
0: I don't know. Anyway, so wh- I was watching a video in terms of like kind of what just from the what Zack Snyder said in the past and what his original plans were and the, what we're hoping for. It's you know it's either going to be a three and a half hour, four hour movie or six episode, hour long episode kind of miniseries, right? And they're filling in you know, background stories for cyborg, uh, some more Amazon and wonder woman stuff. And then most importantly, green lantern. Right. So, and a lot of, who is green lantern works in with,
2: this? Who did they know? Did they, they don't, say
0: it wasn't? Uh, no, they didn't say, but they, it was like the original plan was to have Hal Jordan go up to, you know,
2: I'm trying to but, remember there was somebody they did say at some point, do you think that they'll just have it to be Ryan Reynolds again?
0: <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, Caleb, don't, don't I would patronize it. us. Okay, I would respect we understand. It more.
2: If they had You're Ryan Reynolds just be like, "Hey, I don't know, sorry." <laughs> like- I, if
1: I it, look, it, Ryan Reynolds is in no way the problem with the Green Lantern movie. He's still the best part of that movie. I would have no issue with Ryan Reynolds popping back up as Hal Jordan. Zero zero issue.
0: But okay, so the thing is though, they're redoing, they're doing um they're putting back in there a lot of dark side stuff. So originally right. the plan was that dark side revived Superman with the anti-life formula or equation. And so he was in a black suit and they had a lot, a much longer fight and a lot of like kind of, um, core conflict with Superman, right. To kind of bring him back to their side, right. uh, more with Aquaman and Mira, you know, trying to set up the Aquaman, which will be interesting now that the Aquaman movie is out. If they do some rewrites or some reshoots, because Warner brothers did give Zack Snyder $20 million, to do reshoots so also i we'll bet see you, how that we're in a global yeah.
2: pandemic and people are starving in the streets and they said let's give 20 million dollars to let a fucking bro a frat bro like make a fucking movie for whiny nerds on the internet this is disgusting
1: i disagree uh, jeff
0: bezos I think awesome. is making billions um, and billions of dollars off this yeah. pandemic and you, why you're not gonna shit on jeff bezos of course. Yeah, what did economics. I say? When,
2: when did? It, when is it mutually exclusive? When did I not shit on Jeff Bezos? <laughs> He's going to become the world's first trillionaire because he won't let his fucking workers go to the bathroom. He sucks too.
1: Oh, is it, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I didn't realize that this is what we were doing on this show. All right. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Paul shit on now? trillionaires. Billionaires.
2: We've been. We've been. I've been vocal no. about my opinions.
1: Anyway. No, Billy not anyway. Wanna... <laughs> He's been dropping <laughs> Jeff Bezos trips the entire time.
2: I'm going to get assassinated. That's so funny. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is
0: going
1: to oh, fly man, a drone through watching. my window.
0: Don't worry. Facebook is only doing WhatsApp, so it's okay. But I, I bet <laughs> you they
1: cut out some of the Mira, Mira stuff now just because uh, it sounds like they're going to fire Amber Heard. I haven't so seen, seen any uh,
2: articles about that.
1: Dude, she's screwed. I mean, they're going to court. She's She's in trouble. She, it's really Wait, bad.
0: I, looking. I could put a pin in that. I want to get into that because there's also we can also re-jump into our Ezra Miller kind of discussion real quick. Um But what what I'm saying, Caleb, is that it's gonna be on HBO Max, this whole streaming thing. It's out of curiosity, I think it would behoove us to at least sit down and see what what it would be or what it will be, you know, before but you kind of like thing, oh it's gonna is, it's suck. It's not like uh, we have no
2: idea. Like We saw... It's the same thing with Josh Trank's Fantastic Four, right? Like, yeah, when you watch the movie, you can see the studio meddling, you can see where the vision was veered away from to make a more palatable experience for audience, but you can also see... What the original stuff was like you can extrapolate from what is on screen and it's not like it's a sure. lost masterpiece i don't think that it's going to be this like grand it's not going to fix all of the issues it's not going to be this thing no, that I people not, want I'm I'm to be. saying but it's I the think...
1: stuff i wanted to see like again like the biggest issue for me in that movie is straight up if as bad as it was if you had not put steppenwolf in there and put dark side in i probably would have come out of it being like okay at least it's a movie you know, sure. Or like well, least- and it's.
0: I think my issue is all the is all the story arcs that you didn't really get a full taste of like characters, and I think that's a lot of the stuff he's putting back in is all the, all the stuff that they cut out like, because there's like six different characters, right? Like mm. you you introduce Flash and Cyborg, you know, and Aquaman at the time, and you get no kind of like history of them or like kind of building. You just kind of get them, and I think that's what we're gonna see a lot more of is. It's their kind of scenes and stories and fleshing out who they are. So it's not going to be I'm enough. It's not going
2: to be enough. And everybody's going to be disappointed. We'll see.
0: <laughs> the, the jury is out. We don't, we don't know. It's not out yet. So. Okay, well, I've been, I'm hearing,
2: look, if I'm wrong, I will admit it, but I'm not going to be. So it's going to be fine.
0: You're going to admit it on this podcast. <laughs> I, I've been hearing that it is to be the new
1: Shawshank, some say.
2: Wow. Oh, okay. Who said that? Wow. I'm curious. What are your sources on that? Uh, is that Patrick Segway? Patrick Segway? I've never heard of Patrick Segway. (laughs) What publication does he write for? Uh,
1: The Segway National. The Segway Segway National. Is that Canadian? Shawshank Redemption.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay, well, I guess... I want to talk about Shawshank. All right, let's talk about Shawshank. We we can literally go on and on and on about the Justice League, and I apologize for taking as much time as we did. Um, I accept your apology. So switching gears... You're welcome, Caleb. Um... (laughs) Switching gears, I chose the number one movie on IMDb. Brandon, I'm so sorry. I thought it was... It was uh, um, was Critics' Choice. Critics' Choice, uh, I think, is Citizen Kane still. On IMDb, it's Shawshank Redemption, which when I heard that, or when I finally researched and saw that, um, I was like, oh shit, am I that asshole that just picked the number one movie on IMDb? But we also did Godfather, which is number two. So I'm not complaining too much which was also
2: uh no that was brandon's suggestion sorry that was me that was brandon's
0: suggestion so you have to request uh godfather part two caleb at one point i just
2: watched it like two weeks ago (laughs) i want to do godfather the animated
0: series there you go uh so shawshank redemption um tim robbins uh morgan freeman prison drama feel good buddy you know redemption story um General thoughts, opinions?
1: Uh, okay, I would love to jump in. So I had, you know, kind of seen it as a kid. But I, like, don't remember fully sitting down and watching it. And then, obviously, you've seen. I've seen tons of scenes. It's always on TV. I know the plot. I know the characters. But I've never fully sat down and watched it. And I sat down and watched it. And to watch it, knowing everything that's going to happen in a movie like that, and still come out of it as... I don't know, as 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 amazed by that movie as I was, is very impressive. Like, I knew sure. every twist, and I was still like, this is amazing. I don't know. I was very impressed.
0: Mr. Caleb?
2: It's definitely good. <laughs> like, it's well done, for sure. I, I kind of... Shawshank is, like, one of those movies that you're not allowed to not like it. You know what I mean? Like, people are like what do you mean you like Shawshank Redemption It's the best movie ever made it's definitely good it's definitely well done i like a lot about it i think for me it's it's very like uh it's it's Frank Darabont and the way that he writes it's very i don't want to say hokey but i kind of do also it's very like earnest it's very flowery it's very um you know it, its earnestness is kind of a little silly to me. Like some of some it, of it's a little silly,
1: but it makes yeah. it makes Morgan Freeman fucking key to that movie, right? Because I know what you're talking about like a lot of that narration. If it wasn't Morgan Freeman reading it and doing First that narration, time I saw Andy Frank, Right, I I, you're right. Difference. It it would have been <laughs> so
2: corny. But it's it's Morgan Freeman. So it's, it's still it's works. pretty corny, well, dude. I, I'm I not saying it, it doesn't work. I'm not saying it doesn't yeah. work all the time. Like right. a lot I know of what you're saying, works. I agree with you. But I, yeah. I guess I forgot because I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid that like a lot of it to me feels, I think it's just so, it's just so solidly dated in the year that it came out that to me, I don't know, it's it, it's quaint. It's a very simple, quaint movie. And I think if you like that kind of thing, it's amazing. It's like perfect. Mm. Um, yeah. And there are aspects of it that I felt have aged very, very well. I do think is long. I don't think it needs to be quite as long as it is.
0: Well, it's, uh, only, it's funny because it's only uh, two hours and 20 minutes or something like that, which is not the longest movie we've seen in this or that that's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so you're something saying something like, about the pacing probably is...
2: Well, I mean, that's what I mean. Like a good movie doesn't feel long. It doesn't matter how long it is. Not that I'm saying this isn't good, yeah. but it, like if a movie is like expertly paced, it can be four hours fucking long and it won't matter because you're engaged the whole time. You know? And I felt there were moments that I was kind of coming out of it. I was like, oh my God, we're still like only an hour and a half in, <laughs> you know? Um But overall, I think it's good. And I agree that Morgan is great. I like Tim Robbins a lot. I like Mr. Krabs a lot in this. It's always fun to see Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Wait, who's Mr. Krabs? Um, Clancy Brown, the, the head prison guard. <laughs> Does the voice of Mr. Krabs? Yeah. Josh. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. That's right. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think, Josh?
0: Well, first um, I'm kind of in the in the in the middle. I've never seen this. I've heard of it. I've obviously. Um I've always, every time I see the poster, I think of uh Jack on the Titanic, you know, <laughs> um, with him standing in the rain. They have the same hair. Too. I was always That's like really I, don't, I don't understand like that moment, but I did some more research on it and I do kind of get a little bit, but it is based off of, I should say first it's 1994, uh, based off of Stephen King's novella, Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption. Um, which I've never read. So I don't, I have no context into like the, the adapt, the adaption of it. Um, I was kind of the same way I, I watched it and because I haven't seen it, but I've heard so much about it. I was a little let, down in terms of like i wasn't blown away right it was the first movie that a voiceover narration worked for me like it's very hard to have somebody literally voice over the entire movie and make it work and they, the way it was written the way it was structured it actually supported and helped tell the story yeah. right um i also think that what also kind of got me was like that moment morgan freeman his last time up for you know parole or whatever the the third time he said you know it was a little predictable but as soon as of course as soon as he says his piece or like he's honest with them about how he is then the, he gets accepted you know and i'm going to go on that later because it's i did get a little ahead of it towards the end um but it was cool to sit back and figure out some of the stuff that they were setting up throughout the movie does mm-hmm. that make sense like once once you kind of find out oh you know the poster was hiding the tunnel or whatever and they start explaining it. You're like, okay now, no, I get it. You know? And it kind of is a, there is a really big bow tie at the end. And I felt that was kind of weird, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. It was cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit and watch it a a few times, maybe once every few years, but it's, I'm glad (laughs) I, I'm glad I saw it. Like I, um
1: I guess like kind of just based on what you were saying, like I didn't, Having, like, you know, you see the Family Guy version, the, the Simpsons version that, you know, you've seen it in pop culture a thousand times. I didn't expect to um, have anything pop up that I didn't know or, like, you know, to fill in more gaps. But, like, in that last scene when they're explaining everything, and they, you know, it comes up again about the person that he created. I was like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, that's awesome. You know, it's like the little yeah. additions like that that I didn't know about before. That filled it in for me, where I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, cool." Well, it's all the re- right.
0: it's the reveal of the it's the reveal of the shoes and the work boots, right? Like right. No, no shot showed his shoes, and the idea that yeah, nobody ever really looks at your shoes, but for me, I felt it was '94, right? So it was the same year as Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction and stuff like that, and it didn't win any Academy Awards, which is why it, it didn't it really got, do well in like the box office
2: at the box office because it was competing with those two like juggernauts.
0: That's so. So
2: this movie didn't really become successful until it got um, released on VHS, and it was like the most bought like VHS tape in America. And then TNT bought the rights to it, and they just played it all day, every day. Like that's the movie that's on (laughs) TNT, and so it's like so ingrained in the cultural consciousness because it we've been just fucking overexposed to it. And like Brandon, you were saying like every like Simpsons and South Park and Family Guy, and everybody's like made a parody of it because of the iconography of, you know, the Christ imagery in the rain. And it's very like simple and, and it, then effort, um, effectively easily to parody. Uh, well, sorry. I see what you mean.
0: But, but I do, I did some of the research cause I was like, why, why is this so prevalent with people? Like why on IMDB is it number one and stays number one. And, you know, some people who were kind of looking at it is like, cause there, it, it deals with a lot of like life lessons, and a lot of the the vast majority of the population can find something to connect with to this, whether it be mm-hmm. you know friendship or corruption or people being on unf- getting being unfair, or like just redemption or like escaping or being innocent, you know, and you know, it's just all these things. I'm like you when you sit back and you're like, okay, yeah, you know, John Doe in Indiana can go to this movie and love it, you know, because he can find real connection to it, and I guess that's what you do art for. You know, yeah, I mean but, uh, it's
2: very unchallenging. I think it's easy yeah, to it's an easy it's an easy consumption. Yeah, and consume. But
1: I, but I wonder hold on, hold on, because I wonder though. Ruth you gotta remember that is nineteen ninety four. Right? It's it's very I mean that's for us now, a hundred percent. I don't know if that's the case back then. You know, uh like even that scene where he gets raped where he doesn't, like I mean, you know, he does but they don't show anything. I like that I believe was somewhat like controversial at the time.
2: When I mean unchallenging, room? I mean like it's not asking you as an audience member to wrestle with any of your core beliefs. Like the movie is framed that there really isn't any doubt for most of the way that Tim Robbins is innocent. This right. is like a yeah. horrible thing that's happening to an innocent man. Prison's very difficult. They it's very easy to empathize with him. And, like, mm-hmm. they show you empathizing with some of these other criminals. Everybody's a really nice guy. The bad guys are clearly bad. There's no, like, gray morality. Yeah. Um, and then there's a really nice, like Josh was saying, it's a very, like, you you spend so much time rooting for this guy that horrible things keep happening to, and then he wins at the end. In a very, right. like, and, fell and, swoop.
1: Yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah. He, there's, no, there's no moment where Tim Robbins' character, like... Uh, really has
2: to do anything that's against his character yeah he doesn't have to like shank anybody in prison yeah he doesn't have to like he
1: he gets them all beers you know yeah and he just says like oh i I gave up
2: drinking and he's like you're all right friend like it's like you know what i mean (laughs) that's that's why i said it it was like a feel good it's like a i know i knew you would (laughs) i loved it no
0: it's it's very and then with the fiddle playing in the background it's very it just gives you this whole like oh just this warm feeling inside that a lot of people you know like to feel when they go to yeah. movies no i, you know? I mean it's a, it's but like
2: escapism and i'm not saying that that doesn't have a place like obviously a lot of people connect to this kind of thing and i'm not like i'm being like a dick i think it's good like i think this movie's good. good yeah. but it's also we very can agree simple on that, though, and i think for a yeah. movie that's as long as it is yeah it's difficult for me to stay engaged in something that like i know what's gonna happen it's very right obvious yeah
0: <laughs> yeah especially uh, with something like this like i didn't know what's going to happen because i've never i've never seen it i'm 30 years old and i just saw it for the first time so i didn't have that you know i i understand culture references but i still i didn't get it so i actually did watch and i was like oh cool so the the whole ending explanation although you know now everything makes sense i i was watching it for a second time i only got about halfway through before i I had all my notes, and I was like, okay, I can... <laughs> I actually, like, turned it off. I'm like, I don't need to watch this again. Because um, <laughs> I remember what's going on. <laughs> but but it it is it is a cool kind of, like, build, you know, with in terms of Andy's character, you know, Tim Robbins' Andy. Um, like, he knew from the get-go he was innocent, so he's going to start chiseling, you know what I mean? And, like, he needs a big poster so to hide the hole. And, yeah, I think... Yeah, it's, it's very nice. It's very... You can... I mean, I would even... Sit my kids down to watch it. Not like young kids, but I would, you know, I would let my, yeah, you know, yeah,
2: it's 15, a family movie that anybody kid. can enjoy. You know, it's just very well,
1: it's very well put together. You know, yeah. it's very well put together. I, I did Tim Robbins. I thought was fantastic. Like really? Do you guys good. know
0: how tall he is? He's up there. It's like he's six, like four. six four, he's, right? He's six five. I looked it up yeah. because there was a shot with him standing next to Morgan Freeman, and I was like. Wait, how tall is this guy? <laughs> I'll take that. I always tall think of because uh, Bull Durham, a
1: he's always on the mound. So he, you know, he's like tall. He's he's young. I think he's he's got to be younger than Shawshank and Bull Durham, so he's like tall and lanky in it. And he's like he's the pitcher, so he's on the mound, so he looks extra tall.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Tim Robbins gave a very like restrained performance, yeah. and I think it's subtle enough that when you see his moments of him kind of freaking out, like when he does get emotionally, it, it's very like. He did a good job. And obviously everybody loves Morgan Freeman did a good job too. You know that uh, the studio wanted Tom Cruise instead of Morgan Freeman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was Tom, Tom Cruise instead of, uh, instead of Tim Robbins.
2: No, there was another who I forget who the other person was instead of, but I'm almost positive. They wanted Tom Cruise. (laughs) And I don't know. I don't, I don't think that that character is written. That has to be one race or the other, but I think, that Morgan Freeman obviously did a much better job than Tom Cruise. Freeman I mean, was
0: perfect. He's was so good for sure. And then even everybody's
2: innocent in Shawshank
0: it's yeah, no. And I think it's, I keep going back to that narrative in that, like very, you know, Stephen King writes very well, you know, he does, he's a very, he's a great writer and you can kind of tell on how they kind of adapted his, I don't know. I don't know how much Caleb, I don't know if you've read the novella, but, um, how much that translated from his actual novel writing short story yeah, to the script. It's interesting. But um, the way the narrate, the narration sounded, it seems very poetic.
2: Well, I think a lot of, I think, I think it's, it's the core is Stephen King with like Frank Darabont flourishes. Um, I would say this is probably like when you consider what King's like vibe is as a writer, this is probably like one of the least Stephen King's stories that he has yeah. written you know what i mean i think people think of like it or the shining or like pet cemetery any of these like crazy like horror stuff and this is very much more um dramatic it's from the same collection as uh the body which is what stand by me is based on mm. so that's like mm. kind of the, those are like outliers um,
1: The wholesome collection yeah yeah uh, stand by me is great
0: stephen king stephen king said that this was the one of the besides stand by me this was the closest one of his favorite adaptations of one of his stories well i think
2: it's easier to adapt a drama than it is to effectively adapt a horror you know what i mean like i think there's a reason why the most popular of it's like this and stand by me and the green mile like these things that are like they have adjacent to that stuff, but it's definitely more about the emotional core of the characters and their journeys. And I think that's harder to empathize with if you're not into horror movies already. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Ryan, Ryan loved the first part of the new It. Like, the first chapter one. Or it the, part one's great. He said that it was pretty damp. Part one was, like, really good. But uh, part two's um, a big stinky in terms of pile of doo-doo.
2: <laughs> I know. It's not good. Which sucks, because Bill Hader is actually pretty amazing in it.
1: Yeah. He's amazing in everything. He's the best.
2: But, like, specifically, all of the acting is actually pretty pretty good. You have, like, James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain. These, like, like, great actors. And they're trying really hard. But then the whole uh, the rest of the writing. Did, you get the, the, did they get the
1: sea turtle in it?
2: They don't get no. the sea turtle. And there's no uh, child orgy either. So... Dude... Zero stars. You always go there. (laughs) Every time. That's in the book. That was, it's a controversial thing in the book. book. I get it. And then, and then Andy Machete is like, yeah, we are going to do it raw and it's going to be very brutal. And it's like, are they going to do it? I, because it's like, I know that you can't. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if you saw, if, (laughs) if you were like in an audience and you saw that happen on screen, you'd be like, this is fucking morally disgusting and reprehensible. And you'd be right. But, like, I just think it's interesting that, like, we can stomach child murder and torture and all of these, like, other horrible things. But it's, it's just interesting where people draw the line. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Especially yeah. when you're talking about a fictional world. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's nuts. I Yeah, no. So, Stephen King is, is awesome. Um. But, so we're saying is that Shawshank as a movie, as like a, a collective, let's say you're studying filmmaking, right? I think this would be on the same grounds as, you know, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast before, but, you know, in my screenwriting class, we actually studied Chinatown uh, with Nicholson because in terms of a formatted kind of screenplay into a movie, it's very easy to follow the different parts of a generic screenplay to write, right? And I feel like this movie could be something, you know, be done the same way in terms of either directing or cinematography or kind of, you know, world building and shots and things like that. So I think it's very, it is very simple story wise, but it's still effective.
2: All the pieces you know? fit really well together, for sure. Um, yeah, it's very a, I mean, palpable the, blueprint.
0: Yeah,
1: the, at the yeah. end of the day, it's it's a it's a breakout movie, right? You know, the emotional stuff. Is is added in, you know? If you're writing it, yeah, I have to. You have to imagine that that, um, that that short story, like the way it was originally written, is is very much like just laying the pieces for all the capery stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the story is 96 you know? pages long,
1: <laughs> right? So yeah. it's like you gotta like so much of that has to be like. And he asked for the rock pick, and he asked for the, you know what I mean? Yeah. like He got yeah. the poster, and he got the you know, like so much that has to just be setting up the pieces
0: um yeah and i feel but like it's i think it's great though because i don't know because i haven't read the novella but the ensemble the characters in the the play or the movie itself really all kind of fit especially with hayward you know being the guy who gets the the fatty guy to cry but ended he ends up dying because they're awful to people that was a
1: really good moment
0: um and then but with andy with brooks i fucking loved brooks um, you know, and I, and I really and I actually really loved his story, mm-hmm. like for a character that only appears for what, 15 minutes, if that, you know, from the baby Raven in his pocket to um, to have it to like wanting to try and like get in trouble before he leaves just so he can stay in there because he's the guy's been in there for 50 years. You know, he has no other life than the prison life. He's been institutionalized, as Red says, and then he goes out into the real world and he's like. Because this was... The time period of the movie was the 50s, I think, when Brooks got out. So, essentially, he's been there from, like, 1900 to... 1905, I think he said. He got into prison. So, 1955. And, like, he's... he's The character has this moment of, like, yeah, no, I saw one automobile when I got into prison. Or before when I got in prison. And now they're everywhere. You know, everything's yeah. so much faster. And he's, like, trying to adapt. And yeah. then he ends up killing it, hanging himself because he just can't... He will, like even says like I'm thinking about shooting the manager you know get a bonus to kill the manager but then I at least could go home and I yeah. felt that was very you know I have no way to truly empathize with what he's saying but I can definitely empathize with the the loss of home and not being a part of something that you've been so used to you know the routine you know some people go to prison I know this is a very small majority, small minority but you know it's a roof it's a bed it's you know meals, right? So like, hots and a cot. are people who there are people who in the real world just they just don't have anything, and yeah, you go into prison and they give you know you have all this stuff. So it's
1: yeah, I think that's a little, little romanticized. I mean, this situation's more like the you idea know? of them getting institutionalized, right? Being there for so long that they don't know how to live in the outside world. Yeah,
2: yeah. just you know especially in a time period of such rapid like progress and technology. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying about like the thing with the automobile. I think, I think the Brooke stuff is that's, that's the aspect of the movie that I think has always stuck with me. Like watching him fail to assimilate and then end mm-hmm. up hanging himself is I think a really, really effective moment. And it might be my favorite moment in the movie. Um, yeah. It's really powerful stuff and yeah i agree it does it does have this like i think you know as a result of the effect of trying to appeal to like the most amount of people and be really palatable like it does josh have this like not like romanticized version of what it's like to be in prison but like almost kind of that way like you contrast this directly with like something that came out 5 years later which is oz which is, like, this horrible, right. brutal, it's, like, a nightmarish, like, awful fucking place. And then in this movie, like, yeah, like, prison's bad, but, like, you know, it's like, oh, but I've got my gang of friends, and, like, we're all gonna did you go drink <laughs> beer on the roof together, it's, and it's right, gonna be, exactly, like, magical. Exactly. You know, I got Morgan Freeman. Like, you know what I mean? It's a little, like, It's almost like, got,
1: like, right. a, um, it's almost got, like, a, like, it's like Oz, but it's, like, The Little Rascals
2: yeah 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 it's like the the little (laughs) rascals were in oz yeah exactly yeah
0: well it's like this guy the warden you know rules with an iron fist in the bible essentially at the beginning of the movie and then all of a sudden he's able to bring like you know there's like posters and cigarettes just come and go and come through the place and it's so easy to get stuff in there with because cigarettes if you have a cigarette you can do anything in prison you know and like and all of a sudden you know because andy's like in good graces with the warden he goes uh, there is some, you know, paraphernalia, but we're going to let it slide. I was like, OK, you know, like there's a there's a naked woman on essentially whatever that poster is. I forget that poster that every man had in the 70s. There was Rita the Hayworth
2: and there was Marilyn Monroe and there was Raquel Welch. I think those were the three.
0: Raquel Welch was the last one, I think. With yeah. Like the Tarzan looking bikini. And now she was. Um, you know what Raquel. I was thinking about? Yeah, she was. I th- like <laughs> that
1: poster for our generation is definitely Megan Fox and, the tran- and Transformers. I feel like.
0: Sure. Yeah, I can. Right. Uh, I c- I can see that. Yeah. I had a. I in my-
2: college, I had the Spring Breakers poster.
0: That was a good one. The four, the
2: four, like Vanessa Hudgens yeah, and yeah. Ashley Benson and uh, and <laughs> Selena Gomez. Oh my god! I-,
0: <laughs> I definitely had that poster.
2: That movie's not that good, but I, I had that poster. <laughs>
0: The posters that I had were just movie posters from Mm. the movie theater I worked at. I actually got um, the one of two "Why So Serious" posters when The Dark Knight came out. I have two. To to swindle, I was able to swindle the the poster that was given to the movie theater. Um, It's in my parents' house. I still have to somehow get it over to New York at some point. Um, But yeah, no, there's definitely this like that's why I said it's like a buddy prison drama type of thing because once they're all comrades, you know, and they're all. Fighting, but yeah it's a little goofy did, did andy try and get any of them else out nope though that was, he was really, like fuck you, know, you guys i'm out of here the
1: only thing that uh that i thought they could have taken a little bit i wish that there had been a little bit more time in was introducing the the kid who comes in i just wish that like he'd been around a little longer so it wasn't so obvious that he was put there just as like a plot point
0: yeah uh yeah and it was good i, still, I, like I was the, gonna say like he's only used for that plot point, right there's right, the reveal it, of yeah. the information and it just it happens yeah. very
1: quick, so it's 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 very hard to ignore. It's still great and they still do a good job building that relationship. I just as soon as he comes in, you're like, okay, so you killing or are you dying? What's happening? <laughs> like, what are you doing in this right. character?
0: Well, because it's like already what, an hour, forty five minutes into the movie right. that he comes in. And you're like, Okay, well why why do we need this Danny Zuko? You know? As That's soon as immediately he comes in. The what bus, I I'm, like, too. I'm like, go grease line in, you're burning up. the Hi, quarter dramatic. Oh dramatic. Oh dramatic.
2: She um, did a great job as well, though. I think that's a, an issue also. I mean, I totally agree. It's like, oh, here's, like, what's the next thing to... But I feel like that's the whole movie. Like, I don't feel like it's... The rest of the movie is that seamless. Like, I feel like every scene is, like... It's very, like, and here's the next thing we need to make the plot go. And, like, it's very, like, obvious in that way. And I think, again, that it's, like, appealing to large groups of people. It's, like, so that, yeah. you know... you Everybody can track what's happening. And it makes you feel good when... Yeah. All the pieces are there, cause like I don't know. I know that they do like their job in the movie where Tim Robbins is like, "You'll see." It'll. It's really funny when you see the rock hammer. It's very small, and then but the po- and then the posters and it's like yeah, all right. Like he's up, but like come on, <laughs> you know the poster is him in the fucking rain. Like you know he breaks out, <laughs> but um,
1: <laughs> yeah. But but I didn't know. I had never seen the very, very, very last scene. Like I, a hundred percent, thought that that last shot ended just on Morgan Freeman, and they never showed you uh, Tim Robbins.
0: So I, well, I always thought that it ended open. Well, it's funny because it's interesting. They actually, that was the original ending. Gosh, sniped uh, my trivia. Sorry, I knew. I Wait, which you go, one, Caleb? You this go. was
1: the original or the other
0: one? The,
2: the 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 ending that Frank Darabont wanted was Morgan Freeman on the bus. Driving away.
1: Okay. That's what credits. I thought it was always.
2: And then the studio was like, yeah, but you gotta make it happy because people <laughs> like to feel good. And so they fucking shot that shit on the beach, which is like, whatever. Small thing. It's been years since Andy escaped, right? Why is he only, this is as far as he's gotten. He's just, he's just, he's like only been, he's only just boat. found a boat. He hasn't done yeah. anything. He hasn't worked on anything else. He hasn't gotten he's any trying. other work done.
1: He's relaxing. I was hoping Where does he, Where did. he <laughs> live? But no. He's rich. I, I, <laughs> He stole all the money.
0: I feel like. Which is like $3 million. Least...
2: I think adjusted for yeah. inflation. It's a lot of money. Yeah.
0: He's yeah. loaded.
2: So why does he still look Here's like a the bum? thing though. <laughs>
0: because because he's, he's doing that hippie thing. I don't know. Because it was a I would have at least. That's why. I would have loved to him be like coming into like the hotel, right? Like he at least would have had the hotel. You know, so have Morgan Freeman come to the door, I would have done that shot. That's what I would have done. Um, no, no, yeah, I it, like something definitely... more ambiguous.
1: I would have done the exact because shot it's not the dark about
2: returns. It's not about them finding each other. It's about uh, Tim Robbins helping Morgan Freeman rediscover hope. So, like, by having it end in when he's like on the bus going, like that's thematically what's important. We don't have to see them hug and it's like, oh, my best friend. Like, you know what I mean? It's like cheapens it a little yeah. bit, I think. <laughs> That's just it me.
1: Does. Well, and you know, because that, that hugging shot is like a helicopter shot, you know, that they're just dicking around so hard. Cause there's like, you know, like, well, I, because I, I mean, the, the movie
0: do? was finished, like this like, the final shot on the beach was not planned ever. So they had to yeah. go back and like get everybody and be like, Hey, okay. So we're going to well, do like the, the shot. whole
1: shot is just, okay. Hug each other. Cool. <laughs> Good work guys.
2: I wish yeah. they like. I wish they like like just started like steamy kissing each other. Like they just start like really going at it. You know what I mean? I mean that nowadays, you
1: could, nowadays <laughs> yeah. that's the movie.
0: I, I do have a, a question though. The one thing I,
2: I'm gonna take what's
0: mine. <laughs> I hate I hate you, Caleb, so much with your impressions. No, I, I love you, man. But so the um, what I was gonna ask though is the whole thing about the name, right? Because. Tim Robbins' character, Andy, he says, oh, I created this whole persona so that if they ever do investigate the warden, it all goes back to this person. Right. right? And so it kind of gets built. So it's kind of like this ghost, you know? And yes, it was a good reveal that, oh, I'm going to use that name because he has a social security card. He has a driver's license, whatever, for him to take that money because it's his account. But couldn't the warden vindictively like show him all of the stuff? Like, wouldn't he use that against him? So, like,
1: it doesn't matter. He went to Mexico. If if the cops, he's gone.
0: If the cops investigate, but he's gone. He went to Mexico. Okay,
1: because he's he's a fugitive anyway, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, he escaped prison, but also like he gave the bookkeeping and the ledgers to like the news and the police. So like the warden can say whatever he wants. There's tangible evidence that he's been laundering money and like evading taxes for a decade also mur- murders and also murders mur- at least one murders murder. too um so he's like yeah i'm but my fucked. question is though myself. like wouldn't
0: <laughs> wouldn't the the guy's character the the thing that andy made up wouldn't he be then liable now if he's going under that or is he is he now andy again in mexico
2: I mean, I don't think I think he has three million dollars, and he's living in a no. Like nobody lives on this island. Like I think he's just hiding.
1: Yeah, I think it was just to get the money out of the bank accounts and just to have a passport to get across the border. That's it.
0: Yeah.
2: And now he's I like living off yeah. off the grid.
1: Because again, it's like what by that point, what the, by the time he's out, it's the sixties.
2: Yeah, yeah it's been 20 late fifties. Yeah. So it's
1: it's still it's not like anybody's really tracking you that well. <laughs> <laughs> you get in your car, you're gone.
0: Sure.
2: Yeah, they didn't have the tools. <laughs> they were trying to figure out who shot JFK. Like, they're like, we can't worry about this one guy. <laughs> they say that in the movie. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's like, and yeah, just around the yeah, time that Kennedy was shot.
1: <laughs> okay, well, think about this. If in The Winter Soldier, they say that Bucky killed JFK.
2: Can we do in- another an- <laughs> one episode that we don't talk about this shit?
1: <laughs> no. But
2: or in the X Men when uh when
1: uh i getting to when Magneto is like he was a
2: mutant he was one of us right so so if both <laughs> so of those stupid. are true hold on, if both what was of those his are fucking true, superpower he can attract bullets with true, his brain
1: then Bucky Bucky beat Magneto by killing JFK <laughs> that's what happened that day
2: No. think about it <laughs> I refuse to think about it
0: I did read somewhere that people were analyzing this movie as like a lot of Christian mysticism mysticism, like undertones to it. And I just rolled my eyes. Wait, you know? what? Nothing against, you know, religion and faith and things like that. But, you know, I was just reading like the analysis of it. Cause I really wanted to get know more. What about this movie is really hits home with people. And people came up with this conclusion that it's like the warden is Satan. And Andy is like Jesus. And I'm just like, I mean, I think the, it's definitely impossible I, to crazy. ignore
2: that stuff. Like, I. It's interesting because Frank Darabont has con- gone on the record saying like that wasn't my intention, but like I want people to be able to engage with the film on their own terms and take away what they what they do right. from it. I think that there are a lot of parallels to Christ's story, especially when you consider that there is like so much of the Bible is like interwoven with like you know the dialogue mm-hmm. and the action and the themes, and you have the shot of him. I mean, like uh Christo Redendor, like Christ the Redeemer the like he has in the rain like i think it's disingenuous to say that like all of that is invalid because it's definitely interwoven yeah. into the text but of the But i film.
1: I, th- sure. I think that kind of comes with any time you're venturing into the territory of a movie that is basically and very clearly good versus evil right any time that you're venturing into a movie yeah. like that where your main character isn't really moving over to the dark side or it's just good and bad and good's gonna fight bad it's pretty easy to put that set of overtones on it
2: you know Definitely.
0: yeah, yeah no i get what that do you guys think
2: sure. the redemption is the titular redemption what um I th- it's called the shawshank redemption right so like who's what being redeemed shawshank, and, or what?
0: shawshank was the name of the prison yeah but what does it mean
2: you're not understanding my question, shot. What what is the redemption? No, he's making <laughs> another que- He's he's doing another question on top of your question, so he doesn't
0: answer your question.
1: Uh, um,
0: no, the redemption I feel is kind of getting back at the the warden and stuff. You know, he he was he took it. A, I don't know.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean. The obvious thing, you know, would be to say Andy, but the more interesting thing is, you know, Morgan Freeman's character and by the time he gets to his third parole meeting and gives his whole, you know, beautiful monologue about No, I haven't changed and, you know, the whole thing. You know, that's that's that redemption as well. Oh uh what was the word they uh I don't know, redemption of being institutionalized? You know, he breaks free of that.
2: But, like, so Redemption, I think, the way I understand it is, like, you have to come back from um, doing something, like, you have to make up for doing something bad, right? But, like, Andy was innocent the whole time. So, you know, uh, it doesn't really, like, count. <laughs> like, I don't think that qualifies. But I agree that because... um the movie is framed through Morgan Freeman's POV that I think...
1: Well, so, well, by the way, what I meant what I meant was I didn't mean redemption of, I mean, like, redemption as in, uh, you know, they just get out of jail when I said redemption of institutionalized. I mean, he's convinced that he's one of those people that has been institutionalized and can't live outside. You know, he has that whole conversation in the second act. So he gets, you know, rede- he finds that in him.
2: You're talking about Morgan Freeman yeah 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 Yeah, i agree You're with you that his I think own mental box because the movie's like framed through his pov mm-hmm. he's the one who is rediscovering because he admits he's like i'm the only guilty man in shawshank like i murdered somebody right. and i've been thinking about it yeah. for 40 years and through meeting andy and rediscovering like getting back in touch with humanity and finding hope again he's the one that ends up but it's interesting that that shot then of like uh Andy Dufresne like in the rain <laughs> and washing like that's a very Christ that's a very like washing the sins away you know what I mean so I don't know it's just right. interesting uh because I don't didn't do he, he didn't do anything wrong he was <laughs> innocent not do anything you know
0: I feel the yeah I mean I we can go back and forth I just thought it was really funny because I knew like what Caleb you were saying about how ahead of it we all were you know it's as soon because it's the like in threes right the first two times he just tells them what he they want to hear and he gets rejected and of course the one time he actually sits there and I think it was one of the best moments in the movie yeah in seeing Morgan Freeman act and just kind of go there it's just like yeah and he delivers his monologue and speaks from himself and his own experiences and they're like cool acceptable we'll, we'll bring this guy who knows that he's guilty back in the society there we go also he's <laughs> like a
1: great use of the rule of three just yeah. just a great use of it
2: <laughs> one of the uh, feel classic like it, even examples though, even
0: though predict- exactly even though it's predictable it still it still works ryan was telling me last night we started watching the morning show on apple tv and um you know i'm kind of getting into it i'm watching it and ryan ryan tells me he's like you're such a good barometer you know of con- consumer base right because Although I am a little, might be a little bit more educated in the in the acting, directing stuff um, than watch most a people bunch in the superheroes. United States. Um, but they, uh, but watching it, Ryan's just like, uh, it's so he just can't, he just can't deal with it, right? He's just like, I mean, he's enjoying it now, now that we're doing the characters, but he's like, it is so obvious. He's this person, she's this person, you know? They're doing gonna do this, and it's like a, such an obvious tool, a vehicle to for this platform. And I said. Sure. But what about this moment? And everything works on me. I don't know why Joshua Stir here. Everything works. <laughs> you know, if you do it well, if it's set up right, if, if you're supposed to have somebody feel a certain way, I'll probably feel that way.
1: Yeah, know? I'm the same way. I'm very susceptible to everything.
0: And I don't know if that's a, a good thing or a bad thing, because I do have a critical eye. I just don't.
2: You just don't listen to it you know, all the time.
0: Sure. <laughs> or... If it works in my direction when I'm creating something and if it if it affects me, it'll affect 95% of the people in the audience. You know, I
2: don't think there's anything wrong Um, with that. I just also feel like sometimes I think you guys are really generous, (laughs) but I am too on on different things. We all have our biases and we all have our things that we prefer, you know, over other things like there's no right answer or right way to talk about any of this stuff. But it's also just, no, 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 which it, I it's,
1: love. it's also, it's also like, it's not that black and white. I mean, there's, there's talking about a movie and then there's purposefully like, we're breaking down movies. We're talking about them analytically. You have to, you know, go into it at a certain point with a critical eye that that's, yeah. the, do you know what I mean? It's not like, it's, it's not that binary that it's just like, Oh, well, like, we're being negative or being positive. It's like, no, no, no. From talking about it in a way of like, I enjoyed it, and then a way of like, okay, but then here's the, you know, nitty gritty of it. Yeah. That's
0: all. Right. I think, but I think you still. Other have than A to... Night's Tale,
1: which is the best movie, and fuck okay. you guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I do
0: William! think. Um, yeah, as...
2: It works. No. Nope. It totally works. <laughs> false. In that moment, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> um,
0: I do feel that there is a level, though, of going in, like, even though you do hypercritic criticize movies and things like that and you may have a notion that being able to kind of sit back and just receive is also i think a a thing that we can all kind of go into you know like this whole you know the justice league thing next spring it's like you know huff and puff grab yourself you know some tea or some water or whatever and sit down with a candy bar and just sit for you know a little bit and once you're done you're done If that's what you Um, go
2: into an experience looking for and you get that, that's totally fine. If all you want to do is just be passively entertained, nothing wrong with that.
0: Especially with everything going on right now. It's kind of fucked up. So any kind of escapism, this is why we do arts and movies. I
2: mean, and to be clear, I have no high ground because I like hardcore stand Pacific Rim, like to the max. I will like defend that movie <laughs> to anybody, <laughs> and that's really? considered like a trap, like a garbage movie that nobody likes.
1: I really want to have this conversation because, <laughs>
2: well, no, no, be- but but
1: because we've we we literally watched through Neon Genesis Evangelion together. So how do you stand Pacific? I mean, I mean, it's just not. It's so frustrating in that it's not what it could be. Especially Pacific Rim 2. Well, like the fact I don't that count- touch I'm, not, on, talking, I'm uh, not talking
2: about Pacific Rim 2. I'm talking about Pacific Rim 1. Okay, because- Because, I mean-
0: Yeah, no, Pacific Rim Evangelion 2 is
1: not okay. The, 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 but, 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 I mean, the stuff that they touch on, which is done so well the, in Evangelion, The reason I they, like oh, Pacific Rim curated.
2: is because it was made by Guillermo del Toro. It's fun as shit. And- You can tell that he is very, very passionate about genre films, about Mm -hmm. robots, about all of, like, anime. Like, all of the influences. It definitely wears them on its sleeve. But it's done with such earnestness and, like, reverence. And, yeah, it's, like, fun as shit. Like, I I can't knock it because it's coming from an honest place. It's not like those, like...
1: Charlie Hunnam is the man.
2: It's not like the Transformers shit that's made very from a cynical like you know an eye that's not made from somebody who cares like this is a guy who really really is passionate and cares about this stuff and he wanted to make the most fun movie possible and yeah it's not fucking perfect there's like but like that I like the first one a lot, where they fly into the space and they use the sword and cut like it's like my jaw hit the floor. It's so cool. <laughs> but
1: but Caleb, how upset were you in the second one when you were like, oh my god, are we? I don't we count doing the second this? one.
2: I don't count the second one. The second one is a studio mandated sequel. It doesn't have any of the it's, same original creatives. It's not the I same know,
1: thing. No, but but they just took. Evangelion and touched on the best parts and we're like, you know what? No.
2: Yeah. Well, the no. mainstream audience is not ready for Evangelion. And it's it's actually interesting because they put, they like redubbed it for Netflix and then a lot of people were like, wow, no. the anime is like fucked up, I guess. And I've been here since fucking 2004 <laughs> being like, oh, I've been known. Dude, I've I been didn't noted. realize
1: because that was the only anime I'd ever watched.
2: Yeah. You were telling me, you're talking about this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I just thought that was what it was. That was the only one I ever watched as a kid. And then, no, that's the most fucked up one.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that, one's, that one's on the other end for sure. I would yeah. love to see a Shawshank Redemption anime.
1: <laughs> what is the anime that is, like, identical to um, uh, Inception?
2: What What is that? Oh, it's called Paprika. It's yeah, a yeah, film. Yeah. It's very good. Satoshi and, Kon. Ince-
1: I mean, Inception actively took stuff from that, right? They even have the, sh- like the, the hallway running scene in that, don't they?
2: yeah i mean it's tough there's like a bunch of of stuff um not not in a negative way i mean no just... i mean but it is it's very like um very similar i think that christopher nolan makes it his own enough that it that it avoids yeah. like outright stealing from it but there's definitely a lot of inspiration was lifted from that for sure yeah i not with that but we can talk about anime forever does, who, does anyone have anything else they want to say about Shawshank?
0: i think for it's funny for. Um a movie that's number one on mdb amongst the people you know it was kind of a just like the movie it was a simple very clean like this is what this is what the movie is you know um i don't have anything i just i did enjoy it i'm glad i have seen it so i can walk around amongst the populace you know and say oh yeah i know that movie <laughs> you know i liked it so i got nothing
1: i liked it i'm i'm giving it 4.5 rock picks out of five
0: i'll give it a 4.5 as well
2: I will give it a four. There that's, he is. Uh, that's one of the the best, most highest rated ones we've done. Um. All right, Brandon. What are we doing mm-hmm. next?
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that depends if we're continuing with the Stephen King thing or not.
2: I we, we it was just
0: an we idea. If we wanted, Do you guys to... want to if we're going to start, cause next after the next two, if we don't, then we're going to start doing cycles in three, like with a theme. And I thought, you know, there's enough good Stephen King shit out there or bad. We can do whatever, but uh, enough good ones that I think it'd be fun to kind of compare and contrast. But, um, I'll leave it up to story.
2: you, Brandon, cause I have, okay, I have yeah. a pick for either way.
1: Uh, so do I. So here's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm gonna going to keep it with the Stephen King thing, but this is not the most Stephen King ish movie. I just, uh, it's supposed to be not great. I haven't seen it, and I want to watch it. Um, I've read the book. Uh, I, I'm very... They fucked with it really hard, apparently. I'm excited to see where it goes, but I want to watch um, The Dark Tower. No! <laughs>
2: Why are <laughs> you doing this to me? <laughs> the I haven't Dark seen Tower. You're, I I haven't seen seen You're a garbage either. person, and I don't... We're not friends. <laughs> who, were you, who were you thinking? What did you think I was going to say? I was pulling for Dreamcatcher, honestly. Nah. Mm. Um. I, okay, Dark Tower. It is you fucking. Dark asshole. Tower, I figure if
1: said... Shawshank is like supposed to be his best movie, the Dark Tower might you know be the the other side of the spectrum. It's you. Ugh. All right.
0: Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. So it's set out here Thank on the you podcast. So much. It's set in stone. We have a Dark Tower episode coming <laughs> next week. S- I'm
2: actually mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey man i'm not the one who said let's do stephen king
2: <laughs> yeah uh, i guess it I really mean, is we're, we're still
0: recording do you want to do you want to change it brandon or were you no, let's gonna us do Caleb it i'm this? excited let's do it let's do it no, let's okay. do good. it'll be, right, be a good right. conversation it'll, it'll be good. nice to do a All bad right, movie. guys <laughs> it's been great like the like house um or purple rain
2: <laughs> purple oh, rain purple rain purple
0: rain this might dethrone purple rain
2: is the worst one that we've done I'm excited.
0: I can't wait. All right. That was 3M Affairs on Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) Such a great conversation. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there and hanging out on this Friday morning.
2: Don't be afraid to rediscover hope.